0: Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So we got Trump in New Hampshire talking about CBDCs. What is he saying? I see that Jim Wolf in the chat saying that Trump gets it. Are you sure? (laughs) I don't know about that. We're going to have to get into exactly what he said and then come to the conclusion as to whether or not he gets it. I think his intentions are in the right place, assuming that he's genuine about what he's saying but let's get right over to this video clip and then we're going to go over to an article that details exactly what he said so let's get over to this josh here we go we'll start from the beginning tonight i'm also making another promise to protect americans from government tyranny as your president i will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency you know about that? I like how he always says, Do you know about this? <laughs> oh man, love him or hate him. Trump cracks me up. He is just oh man. I don't think he tries to be funny, but he's he's just a legend. Um, have you heard about this? This C B D C thing? Have you heard about this? Okay, good. <laughs> Ah, uh. I didn't know you know so much. I'm very Well, New Hampshire, very smart people. Very, uh, very current. You know what they're doing. Such a currency would give a federal government, our federal government, the absolute control over your money. They could take your money. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even know it was gone. This would be a dangerous threat to freedom, and I will stop it from coming to a Tonight, I'm also making... Okay, so that's the gist of it. <laughs> you wouldn't even know that you wouldn't even know that it's gone. It's just it just flies away. It's just you wouldn't even know it. Well, I think you might know it by looking. <laughs> I think you might you might catch on if your bank balance is a hundred thousand dollars less than it was yesterday. <laughs> but other than that, you won't know anything. <laughs> Josh, how do you like my impression of Trump? I don't even practice that. That was just Totally winging it right off the cuff. Very good. That was very good. Not bad, huh? No, not too bad at all. All right. Let's get over to, uh, let's see, Bloomberg. So Trump tells New Hampshire voters he'd never allow Federal Reserve digital currency. Key talking point. Some conservatives say it would enable, enable government surveillance. Ramaswamy DeSantis have long been opponents of the currency. So you guys know that I've talked about this, not just a, a CBDC, but why it's so important to understand the mechanics involved, the plumbing. So the first thing that I would ask Donald Trump is, or, or anyone for that matter, DeSantis, uh, Ramaswamy, how do you know that we're not already using one? This is a very, very crucial thought experiment. How would you even know that we're using a digital Central bank, digital currency. Do you think that this is something that they're just going to announce to everybody? You see, so what this does, this thought experiment forces you to understand the plumbing. And it forces you to understand the mechanics. Because the conclusion that you come to is, no, we would, we would have no way of knowing if they didn't announce it. Trump wouldn't know. Uh, Ramaswamy, DeSantis, none of these guys would know. None of these politicians would know unless they were actually informed. And why would you do that, right? If you want to get nefarious about it, put on the tinfoil hat. And the reason they wouldn't know anything about it is because we're not going to have the choice of a CBDC or the dollar. And oh my gosh, the CBDC, this is the biggest crock of nonsense that I've heard. And I've seen so many of these videos that uh, suggest that, well, your mortgage is just going to get wiped out because it's denominated in dollars. And we're going to start using this CBDC thing called FedCoin. No, no, it's all denominated in dollars. The only difference is that your dollars right now are a liability of a commercial bank, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, et cetera, where if we had a CBDC, they would be a liability of the Federal Reserve, no matter what they call it. And I I don't know why on earth Jerome Powell would come out and say, "Hey, we're making this big announcement. We're going to start using a CBDC." And there, no, it's just they're going to come out in a crisis situation, and they're going to say, "Hey, we, we've we've got to save the system. the 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 euro dollar market is collapsing. We've got a GFC two All these banks are failing. So we've got a perfect solution because there's no way there's enough money in the FDIC to handle this, and we don't want to burden the taxpayer." And we, we, we've got to prop up these banks. We've got to, well, not just prop up the banks, we can let them fail, but we've got to make these deposits good, hundred cents on the dollar. We can't allow at the average Joe and Jane, the depositors to take a haircut. And, and you can tell this is, I think, what the pitch is going to be. So the reason, the way we get around this is actually very simple. That hundred thousand dollars that you have in your bank of America account or 10,000 or a thousand or whatever it is, we'll just, we're just going to move that over to the Fed's balance sheet. And therefore, it's a liability of the Fed, and we can print as many bank reserves as we want. So it, it, it's, it's not possible for you to take a haircut, where if those dollars are a liability of JP Morgan or Wells Fargo, now all of a sudden, you've got downside risk because you've got counterparty risk because that bank could go bust. right? So I, I, I could totally see it. I'm sure you guys in the live stream could totally envision Donald Trump saying that this this is going to be the greatest thing ever. It's we're just going to take all the dollars and we're just going to move them onto the Fed's balance sheet. And, you know, the same thing he's saying about negative interest rates. <laughs> For all the Trump supporters, uh, let's, let's not forget that he was an avid supporter of negative interest rates. So I could totally see him coming out, you know, wanting to make it seem like he's the guy that saved the day. And therefore, the simple solution is just moving those dollars from the balance sheet of Wells Fargo, over to the Federal Reserve. But what we need to do and why we need to understand the mechanics, because we as rebel capitalists, or people who value freedom, liberty, and free market capitalism, we who oppose the idea of central planner or giving the authoritarians this type of control, understand that regardless of what you call it, if we move those liabilities from the commercial banking system over to the Fed or the Treasury, whatever the central planner's, that that effectively is a CBDC. So that's something that we need to push back against. The good news is currently this is illegal. It is illegal for the Fed to have retail accounts on their balance sheet. Now, they can have bank entity accounts, but they cannot have non-banks. They, they cannot have an account with the average Joe and Jane. This is already law. Now, are they going to probably ignore the law? Yeah. Or another way around it is if they just merge balance sheets or ledgers remember the bis was talking about a unified ledger i think that would be one way logistically around it where they wouldn't have to get approval from congress or whoever they'd have to get approval to change the federal reserve act is they could just come in and say well we're just going to merge everything onto jp morgan's balance sheet and then jp morgan gives the federal reserve or the central planners access to that balance sheet and that's how they go ahead and control the system and that's how they implement a social credit score or all these other things So my, my point that I want to make to you is just because a politician comes out and says, hey, I'm against the CBDC. Okay, that's good. That's great. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a fantastic start because at least they're getting people to talk about it. And obviously, Donald Trump has massive, massive influence. So the fact that he's talking about it on net balance is definitely a positive. Absolutely 100%. But if we really want the politicians to protect us from a CBDC, they need to understand exactly how it works and how it operates, because that's the only way that they're going to know that we're even using it to begin with. So here's a quote from Trump. As your president, okay, we heard this. I'll never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. And again, that's assuming that he even knows what one is. Uh, Such a currency would give federal government, our government, absolute control over your money. They could take your money. And you wouldn't even know it. I'd like to point out that they already can. Uh, the IRS can seize your the funds in your account right now. So to a certain extent, uh, they can already do this, which is another thing that we should push back against. Any proposal for a digital currency issued by the Federal Reserve would face significant obstacles. And now this is not Donald Trump talking. This is Bloomberg and the right. I think they're talking about the Federal Reserve Act, but has already generated significant opposition from conservatives who claim it would allow federal government to track purchases and use that power to ban products. Well, ban the purchases of products through a social credit score. Uh, no, they, and they'll come out and say, oh, what are you talking about? Freedom of choice. We're not taking away freedom of choice. You can still choose to buy whatever you want, but it's just going to impact your social score. It's like you can choose to not make your car payment, but it's going to impact your credit score. So then they point out that proponents of the idea Say it will speed digital transactions and make it easier to detect fraud and money laundering. Now, let's be really honest about this. Because what I have seen on Twitter and on social media is that people that have a similar worldview to us, meaning they value freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, they have the tendency to I think underestimate a central bank digital currency. And I think they have the tendency to underestimate how willing the general public will be to adopt a cbdc what i mean by that is whenever i've gone on twitter and said hey here's the benefits that we would have from a cbdc people just immediately attack you as as and just oh well you're just a, a shill for the government you're this you're this you're this now look we we have to be honest about this right we've got an opponent and i always use the example of going up against uh, you know, John Jones in the UFC, you, you've got a very, very difficult opponent. You have to acknowledge that. And you have to acknowledge that opponent's weaknesses, but you also have to acknowledge his strengths. You, you can't just ignore that. Say, oh, he's, he's all washed up. He's a chump. He's overweight now that he's in the heavyweight division. I don't even need to take him seriously. No, that that's that's the wrong way <laughs> to go about this. We have to be honest enough to admit that there will be a lot of benefits to a CBDC. Just like they said, the speed of digital transactions. And it'll be free to transact. What's better than free? If you go to uh, Mexico for your next vacation, you're not going to have to take pesos with you. You can just go ahead and use dollars and it'll automatically convert them into pesos in real time. And it'll be free there won't be a charge for that. So what's not to like from a standpoint of the average Joe and Jane that doesn't understand the trade-offs and doesn't understand the the slippery slope this puts us on straight to a path of tyranny. So <clears throat> I'm glad that they're that they're uh well Bloomberg I guess you would expect them to are actually pointing out some of the features that this has but as rebel capitalists as people who value freedom, liberty, and free market capitalism, we have to understand that we are up against uh, a serious opponent here. And that opponent has features that the general public will absolutely love. Absolutely love. So it's our duty, it's our job to acknowledge these features, but then also point out the costs, its trade-offs, so that the general public can understand that on net balance, this is a negative. This is something that we do not want to be a part of. So it says the Fed has been studying potential digital dollar, but hasn't made a decision on whether to recommend uh, establishment of one. The central bank has also said it won't move ahead with backing of lawmakers and executive branch. Okay, whatever. Uh, Yet Trump pledged prevent any digital currency adds to his populace. So again, I want to point out that I could see Trump saying, oh, no, we're not going to do a CBDC. We're not going to do a CBDC. But in order to save the banking system, we just need to move all the deposits over to the Fed's balance sheet. Not even understanding that he's he's actually implementing a CBDC. That's the real danger here. So then he points out. Now, now let's go back to some of the good things that I think he's doing by just bringing this to people's attention and actually talking about it. Here he goes. On, he's uh, saying, "Let me just read this." Trump also said he would prevent the so-called debanking of customers for their political beliefs. Great. Even if he's just giving this lip service because he thinks it'll pander to his constituents. So what? Okay. I mean, I wish he'd be genuine, but even if he's not genuine, he's, he's talking about this stuff and making people aware of it. And on net balance, I think that's a good thing. It goes right back to what we were saying yesterday about Malay. I had so many comments of people saying, oh, well, he's, a, he's a, an operative, right? He's, he's controlled opposition. Or he's, he's just a world economic forum stooge. You know, why would they allow him to come and speak there to begin with? It's got to be all part of this plan. And I said, okay, well, let's just assume for a moment that it is. We, we have to look at the trade-offs. And on net balance, I still think that's a good thing. Uh, the example I used on Twitter was Ron Paul. Let's just assume for a moment that it came out that after all these years that Ron Paul was controlled opposition to try to take votes away from you know, whoever or whatever. And uh, that, that he was just a plant from the Democrats. Okay. But think about the impact that he has had on American society, on uh, our, our thought leaders in the libertarian space, and so many young people. I would argue, even if he was controlled opposition on net balance, the things he was talking about and making them known to younger generations is definitely a good thing. So I would uh, say the exact same thing about Trump here. He gives examples of Nigel Farage. Uh, they say right-wing populist leader who campaigned, at least they're saying right-wing. I, I, let's give credit where credit is due. They're they're not saying far-right, far-right. Remember when the media was doing that? When anyone just was a, a reasonable thinker, they would just label them as far-right, far-right. You never heard of them label anyone as far-left. No, it's just far-right or left. But at least they're seeming. To be a little bit more uh objective with this story president trump has been rolling out economic agenda it will be curious to hear what he says uh that will attract the support of working class voters uh, i'd be curious to see what he says now about negative interest rates <laughs> when you got the cpi spiking up to nine percent donald you still think those negative interest rates are a good idea just out of curiosity's sake um and uh, let's see, New Hampshire, whose live for your die motto reflects small government libertarian bent. The state will hold the first in the nation presidential primary in 2020, uh, January 23. Okay. Trump's advisors have also said the former president leaning against lowering the corporate tax rate and would propose to make the individual tax cuts that authorized under his administration permanent for what it's worth. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. Main takeaway here. It's good. He's talking about it. Hopefully he understands it. And uh, we, as uh, rebel capitalists that want to push back against these authoritarians and central planners, need to make sure that we understand the plumbing and make sure we're communicating that to the best of our abilities to to give whomever is in power that wants to push back uh, the tools necessary to make sure that they're doing so in an effective matter, manner. Excuse me. <laughs> I got the cold here. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. If you want to see... What I'm doing with my personal portfolio, by the way, I've got this hour, hour and a half long deep dive uh, where I go over my financial game plan for 2024. You can check that out at georgegammon.com forward slash 2024, and we'll see you in the next video.